speaking of going live, we are live right here. Uh, we are joined tonight for a very special, kind of a sad episode. One of my favorites got voted out here. Uh, we are with a special guest tonight. Aaron, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Dustin. Thanks for asking. Aaron, you're always our special guest, though. You're kind of like the, oh, no. the host for this podcast anyway. So Exactly. I'm not a guest. This is my, it's my second home. Family by now. Family. As right. we like Thank to say. you. Thank you. Means a lot. Uh, and speaking of family, we are the community of live reality games. We cover everything from College Survivor to Backyard Survivor to anything kind of reality TV show related here in a scenario that anybody at home can audition for, can play, and get your uh, feet wet in this wonderful community of fantastic games and great friends and awesome people. One of those awesome people are joining us here tonight. Uh, Beck, how are you? Hello, uh, I'm doing pretty decent this Monday uh, evening. Just got the opportunity to talk with some people that are watching Survivor Northwestern, so that's exciting. Mm -hmm. uh, and speaking of people that are watching, uh, Carson's here in the background. Hey, Carson. I mean, he's not like hiding behind me, at least I don't think he is, but he's here uh, in the comments. Would not put it past him. And that uh, Aaron has a present under the tree. Oh my God. I, I had no idea. I did not. There were Christmas presents under the tree when I got home from work today. So I didn't snoop. But I guess one's for you, Aaron. So how excited. I can't wait to get it. Thank you, Kirk. Uh, Beck, for the people watching um, the current season of Survivor Northwestern, they probably don't recognize your face. Uh, not on the cast. However, no, you play. Wait, are you a not Ashley? <laughs> Uh, just without the glasses, right? Like, right. whoa. Yeah, same. Same person. Uh, so Ashley could not join us from this episode for anybody watching. Uh, she was a huge favorite of ours. And I just want to send a toast to her. Um, I picked up special beverages tonight just for Ashley. So Ashley, if you are watching, we I am still drinking your Corona light, okay? Uh Aaron and I talked a little bit. Aaron, I don't remember a single confessional that Ashley wasn't drinking Corona Light. Right, which I think is hilarious <laughs> considering her tagline for like this episode was I'm not drunk enough for this or I wasn't drunk enough for that, <laughs> which is a great juxtaposition. But yeah, that was her. Everybody's got to have a specialty beverage and I mm -hmm. love that for her. I, I am akin to all the fellow drinkers of college survivors any game that has a little bit of a party person um maggie my personal favorite of survivor michigan which i hope i see her pretty soon uh but besides that um beck how did you get started as the editor for uh survivor northwestern and what was what's kind of your backstory because you're here tonight you're our special guest so all you yes absolutely uh so i had actually applied for season one um my mom had sent me she comes up she came up in the pre-show too uh, she'd sent me the link for um applying to the show or like uh, the daily northwestern that uh, one of the publications on campus had wrote about it and so i ended up applying i uh ended up not uh, Chase actually ghosted me at our um, meeting, at our appointment time. So then me, being myself, I'm, I was like, well, I'm not doing it anymore. I like, screw that, you know, because 
I told that he hadn't put in an in like put in a lot of effort to kind of reschedule our meeting. But uh, anyways, then me being also forgiving soul, I then decided on the right before the application is due, I resubmitted and then heard nothing back. So that was kind of a bummer, but um, I basically got it kind of re-adjusted uh, at the club, got became a part of it after the first season. And kind of in that time, uh, well, Chase was uh, supposed to be working on the episodes, but he was looking for help to, at that moment. So uh, I ended up editing the episodes because I've been a big, I've been a big survivor, big big brother fan since um, I was younger, and uh, had done a little bit of video editing and just thought it would be fun to really sink my teeth into telling the story, you know, and having that be how I spend some of my mm -hmm. time. Well, we appreciate it. Cheers to you. Cheers. We appreciate the brand loyalty, too. It's very important for these reality shows. Uh, absolutely. So um, kind of take us back, like recap this whole season for us. Uh, did you watch as this season went on or are you just like picking up the pieces when Chase is like, here's a lot of footage? Yeah, so I'm I'm picking up the pieces. I uh, I was not a part of season one production at all. That was kind of you know I I didn't hear about hear back to the apps and I kind of just moved on was doing other things, you know, in my life. Coronavirus happened, you know, got got busy. Um, but so so my perspective from the season was I actually started on this episode that's coming up the next week. That was the first episode that I worked on. Um, and kind of, I went ended up doing most of the rest of the season. So I do edit the rest of the season. But then I, I went back and started working on some other episodes um, leading up to that, like, the episode. What well, was episode five at the time? So I kind of worked there. Uh, Carson did, he did the, the Amos week. And I just kind of ended up piecemealing it. It was really um, kind of... Probably not the best way of going about figuring out what was going on because there were some details I just really like didn't know about until later. And so that it's kind of recontextualizing everything. And I think a big thing that happens in these games is so many little bits of information, you know, from one random conversation can be super important later. And you didn't really realize it till that. And there's only so much you can go back and re-edit and try to like, you know, change the sculpture that is the season. But uh, did you want me to take me take you through more of it, or? I guess what's what's been your biggest surprise having caught up? I, I guess starting on episode eight ish, and then seeing how the game has developed from there. Was there anything that you didn't realize happened earlier in the game? Hmm. Yes, there was definitely a, a lot of little things, and I mean, because of where I started, I hadn't. I didn't know Ashley. I didn't know. Um, I didn't we know. didn't know Ashley either until like episode <laughs> six. So it's okay. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, she came up coming for Allison. That's how she starts in the show, and that's how she ends too. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't know. I didn't know Allison either. So I think there were just a lot of like I knew, of course, that the eight had dominated the game, but I really didn't get how we necessarily got to this point where like you see going into next week we've got big sides you know these sides have kind of been ingrained for a little bit and 
I didn't really know how that was formed exactly. I only knew, I could only just pick up on some of the dynamics within the eight, and it was clear that there were certain, uh, you know, breaks said mm -hmm. to happen, but yeah. Um, so yeah, let's kick off the episode, I guess. So, um, it was a weird start, I guess we could say. Um, like we see, uh, a, a pretty much a team of five try to grill the answer out of someone. Uh, Gus is kind of like the odd one out. He's like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Um, we saw after a huge vote last week that Allison was taken out, um, Gus finally confesses um, to his demise. Um, I'm just saying demise just because I, I, I feel like, Gus, you could have kept it a secret. Aaron, do you think he would have fessed up at that time? I I don't think that he handled it well at all. I don't think he should have tried to keep it a secret because it would have come out eventually. Like, they would have talked without him. There would have been enough one-on-one -on -one conversations where they would have known that Gus was the one that flipped. And you can't when you have a group of people that are voting together, they know who they're voting with, you know, and they know the ones that are going to maybe be a little bit rockier. And I don't think that there's a point in lying about it when it's going to come out within the next few conversations anyway. So I think that him lying about it to begin with was bad, but then fessing up at the end of the conversation was like, I guess fine. <laughs> but then it's like, you just, you know, you already backtracked what you just said. Like it's, it's a very awkward situation to be in. I was in a similar situation on my season uh, when I sat everyone on my tribe down and said, so who voted for me? And they all said they didn't, but one of them clearly did. So it's a very interesting, it, I just think it, it, everybody actually knows or will figure it out within the next couple conversations. So why lie? Mm -hmm. I, I think just like stick to it. Like maybe he could have like, skated under and somebody else could have taken the fall and he would have had to in one-on-one -on -one conversations afterwards had a fall guy you know like chosen somebody to pin the vote on mm -hmm. but i don't know i can't say i do actually know about that he did have an intended fall guy but we'll oh, okay. sure, uh, any guesses any guesses on who gus was intending to pin that vote on i greta Maybe Paya? No. No? That, all right, editor. Okay, okay. Matt. Matt was, gonna be, Matt was gonna be the one that he'd accused because Matt was having those kind of like crosstalk a little bit with um, with Kylie and, and Sammy Ashley. and whatnot. Yeah, and Ashley. Um, so it was gonna be him, but I, I have to agree with you, Aaron, that from watching it, it never really seemed like any, it's just, and maybe, maybe Dustin, maybe if he'd just gone committed even more so, then maybe it works. It's always kind of this double-edged sword in these games of like, do you go for it? Because if you do, you need to go all the way. But if you fall short, then you right. kind of get the worst of both worlds. And I think that is where Gus ended up, where he kind of didn't really have the option. You know, he's talking all this that he could have flipped to the other side, and I guess maybe they would have accepted him, but when Carson came back, you know, no more Gus. <laughs> uh, it sounded like pretty much Charlotte knew that it was Gus the entire time anyway, so... That's what I'm saying. Like, why lie? People know mm -hmm. who the potential flippers are. You know who you're most nervous about going into a vote. So... 
Um, but speaking of Greta, who I thought could have been a possible fall person, um, Greta really steps up this episode. I, I think we said it last episode and really Allison was the one who was like, we need more Greta and we got more Greta. Um, Aaron, do you, are you surprised as much as I was of Greta's like great plan? Yeah, absolutely. Especially coming from someone who doesn't know Survivor. You know, but she did. She came up with this great plan of, you know, yeah. I think that what she came up with was super smart. It makes sense. It makes more sense. Like, you can see how a conversation between her and Allison would have gone with them both being such smart players and just bouncing ideas off of each other. And I think, yeah, not knowing Survivor kind of, she plays it to her advantage. Whereas instead of, like, following the people that do know Survivor, she's like, all of these ideas are fresh in her head. She doesn't, Mm -hmm. you know, she doesn't know how things would play out. So she's just kind of, she can, she's, I feel like it makes you more, a little more reckless as a player, but sometimes that can be positive in the sense that, you know, you don't know what kind of consequences this decision will have, but that just means you're more willing to make a big move. Mm -hmm. Um, I forgot to reorder my notes. Um, Like those were the big bullet points that I was like, oh yeah, I remember this from the episode, this, this, and this. And then I realized, oh, this didn't happen a lot later. (laughs) A little later on. Just a little. I was like, oh, but um, I tried to list everything that I remembered like spot on that I really want to like, anyway, um, Matt had a little bit of clarifying information that they didn't want Gus back on their side at all. Like, as Matt says, he was dead to us. Um, and they all knew it was him already. Why'd you put him through that? Why did you, why, Matt, did you have to like put him through the ringer? I feel like you wanna you wanna sit down and, fe- and like you want to give people the opportunity to own up to what they've done. But you know, he wrote Sammy, he wrote Sammy, you know. <laughs> You couldn't see it, and I had to add it in, in text, but you did mm-hmm. write it. Oh, my God. Um, that, is, but- that is, like, the funniest way of verifying votes ever, is you just hold up a piece of paper with that person's name on it. Because clearly, yeah, any of them could have been lying with that. It is very, it is very funny. Uh, Matt thought Gus would admit to it and defend the decision. And it's, it, he did. He No, he backed it up, saying that he was kind of left out of the votes and everything, trying to um, establish himself as a player. And even those little falsehoods that maybe were told about him, that he was such a puppet and whatnot, uh, maybe taken a little bit to the extreme. Um, but I could see where he's coming at. Um, but then he does a really big move. He tells Greta about the alliance. Now, from the edit, I don't think Greta knew about it before Gus told them. Beck, do you know anything about any prior conversation of the eight to Greta? Yeah, no, she she did not know at that point. Um, yeah, so definitely a pretty big thing for him to spill. But a little bit of a different reaction than we got from the folks last week. I was surprised. Like uh, Greta is super competitive, but she took it like very calmly. She was like, "Well, all right." I kind of knew there was a big alliance, but Aaron, I think he would have flipped. Oh, I like, would have for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I definitely would have. Um, I yeah, but I think that it was also because it's such an interesting point in the game where you you do give her this information, but it's after such a line in the sand kind of vote. 
And so obviously they would, you know, they're still trying to get more people on their side or whatever, still trying to build these bonds. But at this point, she has been working with these people for the entire game, you know, like the, we're at, we were at final, it would be final nine at this point because we hadn't had the returnee challenge yet. So you've been working with these people all the way up through this game. So like learning one thing that you don't, you know, doesn't really factor in anymore because three people from that alliance just got voted out back to back to back. That's I feel true, like but that's finding out about something that happened like day zero, like day negative 14 before you even start the game. Yeah. Um, I, I wasn't surprised at her reaction. Aspect. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so Aaron's Thanks, right Matt. on. Yes, Thank Matt. You, uh, Matt sent a really long message to you that I haven't read yet, but I'm sure, like, whatever he said, like, Aaron is right. Yes. Um, Beautiful. Yes, and as, as I saw it, uh, Greta seemed to really be of the mind that it didn't it didn't change where she was at in the game. Ultimately, like it's a, it's information you can learn, but like you know, she, it, she's in the same spot, and she's more more so upset at Allison for not having told her and right. feeling that he, you know, could have been included in that alliance. But I think Greta is very much the type of person to use that as fuel and to take that as the chip on her shoulder and be like, well, hey. You know, I had to deal with this adversity and, you know, screw y'all, but I'm I'm going to keep going. So, and I think yeah. that's really how she tried to take it. And I think it helps that Allison is out of the game now. So she can't, like, go back and say, like, why didn't you tell me? Now mm -hmm. she's thinking, well, at least you're out and I'm still in. So I can make the most out of this. So. Exactly. Keep on playing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just need to forget about the past and just move on. <laughs> Uh, and then we have a nice little confessional with Ashley. Um, Ashley, I think, is the star of this episode. Um, yep. Kind of like the last few of them. At least she's been a big personality before when we actually meet Ashley, per se, like we were talking about earlier. But she kind of apologizes. She says that people are humans, too. So... She's done some reflecting. Aaron, do you think that's really she's trying to clear her conscience of everything she said and kind of realizing what kind of game that she wanted to play? Yeah, absolutely. I think that, oh, she, so much of what she said, yeah, really spoke to me in this episode saying like, yeah, you can't come into, you can't just say that this is a game so anything goes. Like you do, like the, the conversation between her and Carson later in this episode, I think really speaks to the two kinds of players that there are in a reality game. There's the people that are like, this is a game. It's completely removed from reality. It's, you know, I can do whatever I want with no real, like, morality consequences here. Whereas the other sector of people understands that, like, understands it in the way that this is a game, but it's also grounded in reality. And so why should I change myself, how I act, how I am, just because I'm playing this game? And I think that there's no, there's no right answer there. Like, both sides are valid, and both sides have a background. I think it just completely depends on how you feel, how you are able to deal with yourself throughout and after the game. So I think for her, she did actually, you know, she got caught up in it. She forgot that it was a game grounded in reality. She said some things she didn't necessarily want to say or mean to say. Um, 
or well she said some things that were bad i'm sure she wanted and meant to say those i'm not going to excuse the things that she said but she realized like i got caught up in it i need to ground myself back to my morals my you know my truth and I think that she did that. And I think that that was fantastic to watch and completely agree. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons she was the star of this episode. And, and really, we have it all to thank for Beck. Like, Beck, you edited that so well. Like, Ashley was a unknown person until we really connected with her. And you used the, I don't know, the best footage of her or like, however you did it. Like, you did a very good job of like building that storyline for us, for someone that really was like almost a purple edit for this entire well half of the game at least um beck how did you kind of establish that mentality of ashley for us yeah so i i think with editing a show a college like reality game one of the the dimensions that people don't think about as much is just that people are submitting different amounts of footage people are submitting totally different things and with a lot of players, of course, not all, right? You have to make cuts at a certain point. But like Ashley, there were plenty of weeks, and I know weeks I didn't work on too, that I don't really know exactly what she was doing. But from what it seems to me, she wasn't really submitting a lot in some of those earlier weeks. And I know that too. And it kind of, she does definitely come on late in her game and in her performance on the show. And I think that's because she starts submitting more stuff. I guess all this is to say, I think Ashley was always a great character. She was always very, had biting confessionals, had funny things to say nonstop. It, thank you. Thank you for the compliment about editing it. I feel that, like, I feel Ashley had so many more great lines that could have made it, but just didn't because, you know, you don't want the whole episode to be Ashley just making quips. Um, well, I do. We kind of, we would want that, but um, uh, we have more sponsors than Corona Light, so we have to get on <laughs> some other kind of tangent, right? Yeah, other, other, you know, whatever. I'll fill fill in the blank drink. You know, Ashley can be our uh, our sponsor for it. But um, no, I really, I think that it was just she actually came across in the. Um, Hot Pursuit Challenge when she was upset about the whole Allison situation. And for me as an editor, that ended up making a ton of sense because her big move in taking out Allison and then she leaves the following week. It's like that is her story. So it's kind of a great entry point to her character, setting her up against the person that eventually becomes her, you know, this one-sided rivalry, but like becomes her big nemesis in the game. And I think from there it was just, you know, Ashley's great at making these cutting confessionals. And yeah, I think everything that uh, you said, Aaron, about there being these different types of players in these games. And I think you can see that a lot with uh, Ashley and Gus, particularly, and the way that they take the news about the eight so seriously. And I think a big part of that is because they didn't even realize that was an option. They didn't even realize that, like, people met up before this game even began, like people were taking it that seriously. And I think, you know, people that are, you know, somewhat more in the community or have under, you know, watched these games, understood it, they get that that's a potential dimension where, where Jake seems upset, but he's not, you know, he's not really surprised by it as a game mechanic that could exist, where I think Gus and Ashley, a big part of that and a big part of what ends up being their connection um, and their alliance that unfortunately comes to end in this week but is because 
of being on the outs and just that really connecting. Mm -hmm. And Matt said something clarifying earlier too. Um, they only met the <laughs> night before. Yes, Matt, we had the conversation with Allison. Allison won us over from any doubt from that I had. Aaron was always on that side, but Allison laid it out. Clearly, the game started right when that cast list was started. So, uh, clear debate. And honestly, Allison pinpointed it. And Matt, absolutely. Like, game starts. Um, and game starts too. Um, there is a new final three in town, and that final three is Ashley, Gus, and Jake. Um, the, the, the underdogs all the way. Um, Aaron, I had hopes. I had hopes. I was like, this three, come on. Absolutely same. Absolutely same. As soon as they met up, as soon as they were starting their final three, I was like, yes, this is the final three I want to see of this season. I, oh, my God. Yeah, I just, I wish they could have pulled it off but like we're gonna get to all the craziness that actually happened this week later but i think that that would have they could have been set up so well if it wasn't for you know number one person coming back in and not choosing their side <laughs> number two the shenanigans with the advantage and everything but mm -hmm. oh my god they just i loved their story of like and it was they they spoke so truly about like they were like we're viewed as lesser in this game just because they didn't give us a chance to be on top. Mm -hmm. And that's really what it was like these eight people decided before the game we're going to run it. And so nobody else really got a chance to. And so now they're writing this narrative that only these eight people are deserving and anybody else is just a vote is just tagging along. And so seeing three people that were viewed as that in the final three, seeing them band together, that would have been an incredible story for this season. And just the three of them individually had such different stories to tell, too. Uh, yeah. They all went through different things that they could say at the end. And I was seeing, like, the, the final tribal speeches, too. I was like, okay, this person, this, this. And I thought it was really, like, empowering to see. It's not what we got, but... <laughs> What we got was a very long chess match um, between the Edge of Extinction people. Um, Aaron, I know we do some challenges on the show. I'm opting not to play chess tonight. How's that? I'm fine with that. <laughs> I have very little idea. I know all the moves, per se. I have no strategy behind it. Do you play chess, Aaron? No, but I watched Queen's Gambit. Oh. <laughs> that counts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll do a little um a little challenge or a little fun i don't know game during the next challenge we get to but edge of extinction challenge kind of makes sense i i wish there was more i don't know maybe hints to set them up earlier i know of course everything went on with the pandemic you were sent home new twists but i wish there was more like maybe leading details for the people that got voted out that the game was going to be chess. So they had more time to study the game per se. Um, just from someone that's not very good at chess or I don't know, well-versed. I, I don't, I haven't played chess very often, but I could see why Chase chose it. It's a very strategic game. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know how Beck, do you know how the pairings went? Cause Owen and Carson and then, Amos and Allison, and then the winners from that. Was it just a random draw? 
Uh, yeah, so I can I can add some. There's a lot more that was going on in that challenge. Um, right. it, so they they played a double elimination bracket um, actually. So there was a lot more chess games that went on. Uh, the challenges I'll say are typically one of the last things I edit, and that chess challenge in particular, I was not super excited about editing. And I kind of just wanted to make it a bit simpler because as I read it too, it's like even in the call when they find out about it, it's like Carson's the only one who knows how to play chess. It's pretty pretty obvious that he knows there. So there were other games. And if I remember that um, the Allison and Amos match that I show is actually after they've like both lost to Carson already. That's the thing. Carson just wins at like pretty much every match he's in. So it's like it kind of we get to the same point, you know? Hmm. Oh and also the final match between Carson and Amos was a best of five chess game. Oh wow. Where because Carson was the winner of the like double elimination bracket i think he had a game he was a game up on it and it's just i was kind of like i was like we don't need to watch this much chess it was already, it was already that's amazing i really appreciate the editing on that you simplified that challenge uh super well uh, from my standpoint that's really what the challenge was like three games and that was it so props to that well thanks it got it got to the same point got to carson celebrating and uh, getting back in so sometimes i think on these challenges when they're not as exciting you know just can get through them a little bit <laughs> yeah um aaron your buddy gets back into the game you and carson yep very excited obviously i i did that was like my one late game thing that i knew i knew carson was coming back i was very excited to watch it um yeah, I'm a huge Carson fan, so I was very happy to see him back. Was very disappointed in the decision that he made once he came back. <laughs> I wish he would have sided with the underdogs. Um, but I do understand, I guess kind of, I understand why he did what he did. Um, but it also, I felt, kind of went against everything that he had done up to that point. Because, I don't know, he just, he's like, he's the chaos incarnate of the season. So why would he not want to go help out the people and then potentially like be a swing vote next week? Um, I don't know. It felt very, it just felt wrong to me. Maybe I'm trying to make it not make sense just because mm-hmm. I didn't like the decision, but <laughs> who's to say? Uh, I know Carson's a little bit in uh, um, the comments or whatnot. And I'm sure the next time that we get to interview Carson, he can go a little bit more in depth with this whenever that time may be, of course. But um yeah, I was surprised too, uh, especially Carson coming in and being notable as like the snake. Wouldn't he work with supposedly like the underdogs to try to like garner up some more like goodwill towards the cast per se? But uh, he did go back with the group that betrayed him the least, I guess. Um, so I, I, I guess that's the odds are in his favor in that aspect. Uh, Beck, do you have any like confessionals about? Carson going back and forth, or maybe there was some edge knowledge that was leaked and he really wanted to go back to that side. Yeah. So Carson, um, no, Carson was always going to go to the side he ended up going to, um, to the point where like before he'd even gotten back in, he has like a confessional from the edge saying that that's what he was going to do. Now I think Carson's big takeaway from, um, being on the edge and having uh, Amos and Allison follow him 
was that he, you know, he was making deals with too many people. So when coming back into the game, he really did adopt that philosophy of I want people to immediately know where I am at. I want my cards to be a little bit more on the table so I can fall under the radar, hopefully, um, a little bit. Uh, and I think that that was kind of big. Uh, that, that guided his game upon getting back in. But really, I do think it was because uh, because Matt and Taya didn't vote for him. I mean, you also got to think in the illegal eight dynamics, he was never really that close with Kylie and Sammy. So when they're the eight members with, you know, our favorite non-eight final three of, you know, Ashley, um, Ashley Gus and uh, Jake, you know, uh, he didn't really have strong connections. Of course, he ended up, Ashley was upset at him. And Gus, he was never really close with. Jake, he never really had an alliance with. So I think for him, it was pretty, pretty simple. Yeah, we had seen him build a really good relationship with Paya, especially, and Charlotte. So I could see him going back with those two. And then finding out more information about Greta's gameplay from Allison last week. Um, so that made made more sense, I guess. Yeah. Still don't like it, but it does it, it does make sense. He was playing for himself and not for the fans, and I can't fault him for that, but I will be mad at him. And you know, that side does have the sapphire idol, so the sapphire idol, you mean. Oh. They do. They do. <laughs> uh, I was shocked. Uh, I, I personally was shocked. I was like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. Aaron, can you tell us what went down about the Sapphire Idol? Um. Yes. So, first of all, I did think it was, it, it, it was misspelled, which was very funny. <laughs> it was, <laughs> there are two oh, P's in Sapphire. Weird. Yeah. Which we spelled. Oh my gosh. That's why. Yes, that's true. I think that was Matt's word he gave to us, right? Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it was. It was because you misspelled it, I think, is why he gave it to us, too. Or because Carson misspelled it. Whoever, yeah, whoever did that. But yeah. Me, my spelling. I'll take You know what? You can the use the excuse. Is. You can use the excuse that because it was a fake advantage, it's misspelled. So, like, they should have known it was fake it because is, it was yeah. spelled wrong. <laughs> They should have watched the edit first, right? They should have watched the episodes. That's okay. But yeah, so apparently... uh, that says yes, it was. That's the reason why he gave it to us. Yeah, uh -huh. amazing. Um... <laughs> oh, and Carson misspelled it too. Okay. Um, yeah, but apparently the Sapphire Idol has been fake the entire time, which is really interesting. Mm -hmm. I thought that the reveal of it to Carson that it was fake once he got voted out was very funny. Um, definitely key information to know for like who you're giving it to. And it does kind of, you know, throw a little, like a little humor in there of who they're giving it to. Cause they're, you know, first you're thinking like, Oh, this person must really like me. They're giving me an advantage, but now it's like, Oh, this asshole gave me a fake advantage. <laughs> they clearly want me to tank my game, which is very funny that Carson gave it to Charlotte who he ended up going back to work with. Mm -hmm. And then they tried to, yeah, the strategizing around it was so interesting. Um, well, and Carson uh, made sense. I think during our Carson interview, I was like, oh, were you surprised that Owen gave you the idol? 
<laughs> exactly. Uh, and I think he made up some that. excuse too to try to cover it. He's like, "Oh yeah, I had a lot of power in the game, so that's why I got it or something." He did. Yeah, that was very funny. But oh my god, yeah, the strategy behind voting in a circle in your alliance is really interesting. And it's not something that would ever happen outside of this advantage because that's stupid. <laughs> but, but it is really interesting. It, As long as you keep it lock and key, it could work. Because if the other side is piling all their votes on one person, they're not splitting, then that's really interesting. And then the side that won out, yeah, Greta's plan to leak the advantage to the other side, pretending that it's real, incredible incredible and they just assumed and that's one of those it, it was one of those subtle subtle plans where something else has to happen that you have no control of like she leaked the plan to them but she didn't tell them to vote in a circle you know that's mm -hmm. something that they determined on their own because greta was like oh we figured out this strategy so they're going to also think of this strategy um so yeah it was absolutely crazy the only thing i was hoping for was that the underdog side was going to be like, why would they leak it to us? That clearly like can't be real. Like, why are we, they're getting us all to vote for ourselves. Like there has to be something going on here. Um, but unfortunately I think they were just too caught up in the strategy of the Sapphire idol. And you also, you, when you're in the game, you're never like, Oh, that's probably a fake advantage. Like, you might think that about, an, like, a regular idol. Like, if somebody, like, is bluffing an idol, you might be like, oh, they probably don't really have an idol. But if it's this crazy advantage that you've never heard of, if somebody told you about the Sapphire idol, you'd be like, that is so insane. There's no way that they made that up. Mm -hmm. So, very and interesting dynamics. I, I'm assuming Owen must be like a Big Brother fan, because I think that term Sapphire comes from, like, the Big Brother terminology. Um just in many of these uh, college survivor games, we do see uh, a handful of fake advantages, fake idols come out, these really confound powers. And um, Survivor Boston also had it on their latest um, season of season four that someone was able to do that as well. Um, really interesting because a lot of the cast may say it was so well fun so well developed they didn't know anything about it and i think that's what owen did i think owen put a good background on this idol um that kind of like propelled it to get more like validation if you will even though it sounded like chase was a little bit confused about how it worked and he's like oh thank goodness that's not in the game anymore yes uh so actually that Owen does cite that that is from a season of Reddit Survivor, one of the earlier ones that the Sapphire Idol originates from. So that's where he pulled the rules. But yes, there was a lot of um, a lot of confusion about the rules. Of course, a lot of needing to talk it through and kind of figure it all out. Uh, that was actually um, the reason that I decided to um, withhold the information about it being real for so many weeks was because I was like, how do I show, how do I show them talking through all these things that end up not mattering at all when you know it's fake, you know? Like, because the whole Greta plan is coming together, as you said, Aaron, for like that side to save themselves. And then it ends up being used on the other side. And it was just, I thought it didn't really make 
like you know you would you'd be too cued in on what would eventually have to happen if i showed all that and you thought it was fake but um, no it is it is an interesting idea that both sides came to and i think it was one thing when i was looking at all the footage of course i knew it ended up there i knew that was the destination but i really had to find what was the moment that felt like the big turning point to this all and it did feel like the gus confessional is quite literally when gus realizes what if we vote for ourselves and you know and yeah. Uh, like literally that confessional, you see the light bulb go off in his head too. He he's talking, talking. He's like, "What if we do this?" Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, so I'm clarifying information a little behind the stage here. It sounds like, according to Matt and Carson, that Paya um, was one of the first people to find out. Um, Carson actually told Paya and Matt first about the fakeness. Um. And Carson's kind of remembering it too, but for editing purposes, um, I like how it was portrayed. I completely agree. And knowing that, like that Carson did tell them right away, that makes, I guess, more sense. Because I thought that this would have been the perfect opportunity to Car for, there's one thing that Carson loves, and that is having complete and total control. And I feel like with everybody <laughs> knowing that this advantage is fake like he kind of lost that but if he had kept them thinking it was real kept that side voting in a circle maybe gotten the other side to do that too he could have completely decided who went home that round mm -hmm. but he instead chose to switch his game up and be a loyal ally instead um which i guess yeah you gotta change your game when you come off of edge that makes sense but <laughs> so true aaron <laughs> Um, I'm confused how Matt was in that, though. I know that um, Carson built that relationship from, with Paya from the start. Like, I, I could see, like, Paya and Charlotte, just because Charlotte has the possession of this Sapphire Idol. So I'm surprised that Matt was in on that initial conversation to open up about the realness slash fakeness of this idol. I feel like Matt's face when Carson got voted out might have locked that in for him. True, like absolutely. Anybody that is that shocked and that... That those were the two people that didn't vote for him. You, right, exactly. Hold on, let me pull this up again. Um, So true, <laughs> Aaron. I need a banner on the bottom here this week. Um, Before we get into the challenge, um, I just have to say, um, I have notes on here that Ashley looks amazing this episode i don't know what it is i don't know if she knew she was going home this was her last episode but her hair's done she has makeup on like i don't know aaron she looks pretty good this week right not oh, that she didn't work, look good last week or anything but this week yeah yeah she mm -hmm. went for it i think yeah as it's it's kind of like it's just her opening up throughout the season like beck was saying she's uploading she's probably just caring more and more I feel like I feel like we're just genuinely seeing that growth of her caring more and more about the game. You know, she goes from not really filming many confessionals to filming in like fresh out of the shower or like, you know, mm -hmm. anything like that to like, yeah, actually maybe dolly herself up a little bit for confessionals. Like, or maybe she I just had she... A, a, <laughs> something to go to. Like, <laughs> She knew. She's like, this is my show now. I'm running it now. It's like, this is uh, people are watching me now. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I uh, was watching for Ashley only, and I'm now done with the show. <laughs> well, you got Carson back at least, right? That's true. That's true. 
Uh, actually, I really like the cast in general. So uh, not to like bum anybody out on the cast. Like we're all watching for all of you and we want to have all of you win in some way or another and to see you win. Um, I think I'm rooting more for Greta now after this episode. So totally after, after totally I lost agree. my Ashley, I was like, oh, it's Ashley. Oh, anyway, um, challenge time. Uh, touchy subjects is the game and Aaron and I like to compete a little bit. So we're just going to play a little like personality game kind of thing. I have a few questions. They're not a hundred percent based on touchy subjects, but like for instance, like out of the cast here, um, Ashley included, cause we're on this current episode. Who would you most want to hang out with? Um, Beck, if you have a, a marker, I know you probably are in person with these people. So you could be like, Hey, Matt, let's go. Get some dinner or something. But, <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna preface this by saying I'm not. Okay, gonna you go say, grab some paper. I'm not. Spelling doesn't count, Erin. Okay, spelling doesn't count. Okay, okay spelling oh. doesn't. I'm gonna for this question in particular. I'm not gonna say Carson because that feels like cheating. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've already um, got to hang out with Carson. Yes. Um, while while Beck is getting some paper, I should have like told him about this, but you know, we were a little late on the podcast, so. Um, the game in general, Touchy Subjects, one of my favorite games. Like, it's a huge, like, show your alliances, show who you're stable for. The only person that I think that played this game correctly was Sammy. Like, Sammy was, her answers were, like, the best. She blamed herself. She gave herself the worst answers, I felt. Yep, um, I agree. I think everybody else showed too many sides, but. Yeah, I, I um, agree. Uh, we have some pressure now. Matt is judging us based on our answers. So I'm going to write Matt right. for every question. All right. Back to the challenge that doesn't really matter because Aaron schooled me on all these challenges so far. <laughs> so I'm playing for like courtesy points. And then Beck is here to back me up. So yes. Yeah. All right. So first question. Who would you most like to hang out with? Like go to a party with, I guess. Or just, I don't know. Hang out with was the first original question. So. Ready? Yes. Okay. Uh, Matt's answer. Aaron. Aw. Our answers. Ashley. I have Gus. Gus. Allison. Oh. Allison's no longer in the game back, but oh. we will accept your answer, okay? It is a good answer. It's still a good answer. We got to hang out with Allison last week, and it was mm -hmm. very fun. Uh, Matt says, <laughs> Carson. So Ashley. Um, I think comment too. Ashley, if I really want to get drunk, absolutely. I do have the Corona light here to prove it, Matt. Okay. The baldies. Uh, let's see. Next question. Um, who should be on Survivor? I know a lot of people want to be on Survivor here, folks. Um, There's a lot of good answers here, folks. So um, that's what live reality games are for. Like, you can't play Survivor on CBS. Play it here on YouTube. Like, that's ready? Yes. Three, two, one. Uh, we all have different answers, too. Uh -huh. And I think they're all... I was almost wrote down um, Kylie, for sure, back. Like, I would agree. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. There's a lot of answers to, all, to these questions. There's mm -hmm. a lot of correct answers. And yeah, and honestly, like, okay, um, 
we have seen many players in live reality games go on to other things. So time will only tell if something else happens. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. But we, we were on like Big Brother. We got like the circle. Mm-hmm. So yep, that's what's true. next, folks? What's next? I'm just waiting uh, for CBS's yeah. College Survivor season. That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> Um, that, anyway, there was a Netflix show. Uh, anyway, um, let's see. Who's the best actor? Like, who's the best at lying? Ooh. Or, like, acting, I guess. All right, ready? Mm-hmm. Go. Oh. <gasps> yep. We agree here. Now, Beck, I think you have it wrong. Like, uh, <laughs> Greta lies like I lie. Um, I, I laugh every time I lie. So Greta just doesn't lie. Like, that's hey, true. What is Paya? What what lie? What big, What are you thinking of major Paya? Her and Sammy had that conversation how they were going to supposedly play something and Paya oh. really didn't know what was going on, yeah. but she played it so, like, just, like yeah she's perfectly casual enough that it's like you you just assume that what she's saying is true because she's just so chill about it mm-hmm. she yeah. just has the perfect disposition to be a good liar which is terrifying and, <laughs> theater major too so it adds up right another, another one of those theater majors and folks uh stay tuned for the comment section after this i'll list all these questions so you can kind of play along and see what your opinions are um because of course matt and carson are in the comments with their comments too so i don't want to leave you out folks you're playing the game too um who has the best confessionals beck you know more than we do so yeah that's true all right ready here we go Yep, easy. <laughs> easy. <laughs> yeah, just... Uh, just, it, it was super comedic. Is, you know? Like, yeah. and personable and high and low. Like, angry, sad, happy. Like, they're just real. The they're doors. so real. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Just two more questions. Who, because of this game specifically, um, who is the lowest GPA? <laughs> because they put too much time into this game. Okay, I like that. I like that modifier. Uh huh. Yep. Because they put too much time. Um, in. that was actually um Kirk. I guess there was a season of something else that he covered, and somebody bombed their GPA just to play this game. So that's dedication. Oh, I skipped a lot of classes during Survivor. I get it. It's just hard. <laughs> um, ready? Yes. Three, two, one. Uh, and the correct answer is Matt. I got it. <laughs> you can just tell that Matt only is thinking about Survivor. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like Matt is definitely in class making, like, you know, voting charts and like, things yeah, like he's that. Writing his, you know, he's writing out his edric chart. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, like Matt said, uh, it killed his GPA. So. <laughs> All right. Our final question. And maybe a hint of a future challenge here. Who could you take in an eating challenge? Oh, 
So the question is, who do I think is worst? Who would be worst in an eating challenge? Mm-hmm. Who would be the worst at an eating challenge? Who could you beat in an eating challenge? Okay. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Interesting. All right. So we got Kylie. It's funny Our... because Kylie and Peo were the other two people I thought of. I almost wrote Sammy, to be honest. So. Hey, I wrote Sammy, then I crossed it out because I then I remembered she's the one eating eating chicken before, you know? She's eating a lot in confessional, so mm -hmm. probably pretty good at doing it under high stress situations. See, but you should also you should never eat before a real challenge because you don't know if it's gonna be an eating challenge. So mm -hmm. True. Uh, Kylie learned to not eat before challenges. Not really good for her stomach. <laughs> well, I guess um, Kylie or Carson, whoever we see next on this, uh, you might be in store for an eating challenge now. So um, because Aaron and I called you out. So anyway, uh, so after our friendly little bout of touchy subjects, um, Charlotte wins. Uh, mm -hmm. Congrats to her. I think, you know, she's got a good feel of like the game so far any surprises at all um i think it was very funny that carson did get so many votes for like who thinks they're running the game because <laughs> he did he's like i just got back here 10 minutes ago like how am mm -hmm. i running the game already i thought that that was very funny um i don't know that any of the answers were necessarily surprising um, a lot of votes for Kylie to win. Mm -hmm. uh, that's always a huge target. And the fact that she still has an idol that everybody knows about, like, you're going to have to get it out of there somehow. Right. Um, I think Ashley was hilarious. Again, I'm sorry. This is the Ashley episode. Uh, like, she's like, I voted myself the prettiest because, of course, like, I have a big <laughs> ego. <laughs> honestly when that question came up though i like scanned the cast i was like everybody here's gorgeous like anybody could win this this is a, it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a hot cast i can't lie it's a, hot, a hot cast and hey matt uh, in, in the comments we got matt puffing up arson mm -hmm. <laughs> uh let's see here so after that um then, really, Carson actually does come clean about the idol that we talked about. Um, that's technically after that. Um, Carson pitches to Ashley to join him. Uh, I I don't think Carson was, like, legitimate, like, please join this. Because, like, we saw how the votes went out. Even if Ashley sided with Carson, she still would have been, like, betrayed. I think it was a waste of Carson. And to even, like, extend that fake olive branch... Um, Aaron, do you think he was like legitimately asking Aaron to join him? Um, I think <laughs> asking Ashley to join him, but yes. Mm -hmm. um, I think I think it could have been legitimate. Like maybe he was kind of testing the waters with her. He was like, Are, do we still have a relationship? You know, like I think it was very funny that he literally like went into it as like a business proposal. He was like, he was like, I he was like, this is a pitch. Like literally said, this is a pitch. <laughs> Which I thought was very, very funny. Um, but I feel like, yeah, it was kind of testing the waters and potentially maybe would have switched who the vote split was on had she been on board. You know, maybe the vote would have been decided differently if she would have been on that side. Um, 
But I feel like, yeah, she made it pretty clear because much like Greta, like there's like a no bullshit person on each side, right? Like mm-hmm. we've got Greta and we've got Ashley and neither of them are really going to lie to anybody that they're talking to um, unless Greta is pulling off her plan and is like, you know, yeah. hey, there's this idol thing. That's crazy, right? But um, um, yeah, later. Carson does say like, yeah, he was legit like, but Ashley was straight up and said, no, not for me. Right. So. So she, mm-hmm. yeah, in that conversation probably got herself voted out that week. Not that, like, not that she probably would have had many more to go after anyway, but mm-hmm. I think that that was the deciding factor in her going that week. Because even though Carson has only been back 10 minutes, he still <laughs> has a chokehold on the game. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yes, and I know Carson was talking about from, um, and he, I think, mentions that in the next episode but uh for him getting rid of actually it was like she was his clear connection on the other side he clearly had this relationship with from being day one partners and so it was kind of a big signifier to his side that he was with them and he was riding with them so i think sometimes you gotta think about that with votes you know you lose a connection but where does that position you with your allies Um, Kylie was the only person to kind of think about seeing through their little facade about the vote plan. She's like, well, this would be so convoluted if they're actually trying to do this, but could they be doing it? Maybe not, but still like she was almost there to doubt it. It gave me so much hope. That little, that little thing that she said, it gave me so much hope. I was like, yes, Kylie ride with that train of thought. Why would they be saying this to you? Uh, uh, but Greta and her chaos, like Chaos Cass is my favorite, like <laughs> survivor player of all time, kind of. Um, one of them, at least like top three, top five or however many we want to throw in my top. But I love chaos in survivor games. So Greta playing that. Um, Greta, you are now my new favorite for the season. Um, so good luck to you. Good luck to everyone still, but still. Um, but I, I'm surprised, like, if they thought everybody was doing a one, one, one on the other side, like, couldn't you just do like a three, two, um, split up your five and do like a three, two. So the three, two would be the highest vote getters. And then everybody else. I don't know. I'm thinking way too much about the chaos that ensues here from this darn made up Sapphire idol. Yeah. Yes. I will say with this week that, I don't even fully get what their thought process was going into it because I do know that the uh, so the like the Greta Carson Charlotte's side like they um, they did not expect the Kylie Sammy side to vote for one another fully. I think they thought that they were gonna split or something. There was whole like. It was like really one of those things because of all the intricacies of the like of the Sapphire Idol and also additionally all the things that were on the fire token menu. There was like so many different ways the vote could go down that it kind of just get ultimately, you know, they ended up voting for one another, then the other side split. So it kind of mm-hmm. came down the bite. I really can't say. Maybe if Matt or Carson have some uh, revelation mm-hmm. in the comments. But, yeah, like, Carson's here. Yes, they thought they would split. Um, and they wanted to protect the idol, and Matt says, I, <laughs> I think, yeah, it got it gets really complicated because honestly, even at that point, let's say the sapphire idol was real 
and those top two vote getters would have been, you know, would have been safe, then only the people who all voted for each other would be eligible for the revote, which would be crazy. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It does get very complicated. I don't know. Um, also, to add to the complication, like Kylie says in the comments, right. um, even if Kylie would have played the idol on the right person, you know, like, let's say they put all five of their votes or even split, like, if they put all five of their votes on one person, if Kylie would have protected them, still, the only votes would be the people on Kylie's side, because they all voted for each other. So only mm -hmm. they would have been eligible on the revote. So even if Kylie had played her idol correctly, nobody on the other side would have gone home. But it was, um, so Kylie brings up a good point. There was another idol. Um, yes. Was right. there another idol or did Kylie give, um, okay. Yes, yes. So yes, Kylie did give Jake uh, the idol. And that was because uh, when I asked Kylie, because I really didn't get it either. It was just like his, but um, I guess that was part of the whole bartering thing with fire tokens or like, oh, yeah. something yeah. like that it ended up happening. But no, what Kylie's mentioning is there was actually another idol that I ended up not including in the show that was gotten by the other side. They bought it off the fire token menu. And I think they played it on like, I don't even know who they, I don't remember who they played it on. It was just kind of, they were like freaked out at Jake voting for Ashley. Like they didn't really even get what was going on. And so they just used an idol they just purchased, but kind of let them... Eh, just thought it wasn't as important, kind of, you know, mm -hmm. obviously it was already kind of convoluted, just left it out. But, oh, it was on your map? Well, Aww, good. Well, Don't want that guy no going anywhere. Mm -hmm. What an icon. Um, yeah, that was my confusion, too. I was like, oh, was there another idol? But I thought it was smart, just in case there was some other advantage to steal an idol or to nullify an idol. I don't know, but... Whatever the possibility was. Or they actually wanted to bluff that Kylie still had her idol. That's why she gave it to him so he could play it. So I thought they were going to bluff that Kylie still had her idol. That was my thought. I think it's crazy. Like, they got, I think they got very lucky that they flipped up a Sammy vote because that other side was splitting. So I think they, gave, they got very lucky that they exposed, or at least Sammy got very lucky that they exposed the Sammy vote. Ashley got less lucky in that scenario, but mm -hmm. I thought that that was, yeah, that was very interesting. Uh, like Kylie said, she was having nightmares about the Sapphire Idol. Um, I, I feel like why. you folks are playing Survivor 41 before there was a 41, so. <laughs> so many twists. Yeah. Um... I wonder if I can bring this up real quick. Um, final thoughts, Erin. Um, I want to bring up a quick little picture that I made. But um, oh, okay, is it another yeah. lookalike? Well, it was just the the intro, which will bring us to our next thing. So I have to go to like the story that I made for live reality games. So um, while I'm bringing this up, you can definitely check out our next podcast over at Live Reality Games. That's kind of where I'm going. We uh, mainly are on Facebook and on YouTube for the podcast. But of course, you can check out all of our social media um, on Instagram, Twitter. We are also at... Um, let's see here. Click for the story. Okay, can I pause this? Okay, cool. Um, I'm just going to bring up my screen right here. So um, the next topic were these nice 
cats in sunglasses. Look at that, folks. Look at that. <laughs> um, there's a little picture of all the, the cool cats there with their sunglasses. Oh, so, I love it. Yep. Um, too bad they're not all wearing suits at the same time. I know. But I that feel was... like it was like... That's a bold, that's a bold thing to go out with your alliance all dressed the same, like just, yeah, just showing, hey, everyone, here's the line. And I don't know how you're on the other side and they're like, wow, these bitches are confident. They're wearing suits. They're wearing sunglasses. Like, how do you not just panic and change your whole plan at Tribal? Because I feel like that's what I would have done. I was like, none of these people think they're going anywhere. There's something wrong. Uh, I think it was a super bold move, and I was super excited to see it. So I love costume changes. So nice job. <laughs> they all looked great. Just showcasing how hot the cast is. Absolutely. They all look so good in their men in black gears. Yes. So. Um, standing ovation from Carson for editing out a third of the twist and still making it a <laughs> followable story. Um, absolutely. Yes. Um Matt is asking a context for the suits, and I guess we'll have to save that for the next time we interview one of the suit-wearing people. So, great question for next time. Yeah, let so. it out, Matt, and then you can go give us the context. Come on, Matt. I'm kidding, Matt. Maybe next week, maybe the week after that, but Aaron, thoughts about next week? Um, I am very nervous for my underdogs. We've only got Gus and Jake left from like the outside of the eight underdogs because Greta has obviously worked herself into such an amazing position. Um, I think she definitely had a fantastic breakout episode. Um, definitely, definitely she would be up there as a winner pick. I don't see a pass to the end for like Kylie and Sammy are probably in trouble next um, because uh, I, or Gus because he's kind of building up a threat level for himself too. Um I just don't, I don't know. Unfortunately, I don't have a lot of hope for a lot of flipping going on in the near future. Um, but I hope to be proven wrong. That would be much more fun. Uh, I'm hoping Greta plays up the fact that she did um, confide in Gus. And the fact, I think she even acted up for the camera a little bit and surprised that the Sapphire Idol wasn't real. Um, so I'm thinking Greta has a plan and Greta has a backup plan right now with Gus. And um, I'm hoping to see that a little bit. I think Kylie and uh, Sammy are just like swimming against that current. They're like, come on, we can keep going, keep going. They might need another idol or maybe another win at this point, depending on what kind of advantages. Um, Charlotte says something that she's like, doesn't want to get outbid by the Survivor Auction, and of course, Survivor Auction could and probably going to unleash another realm of twists and advantages or powers or maybe a can of sardines that we'll find out here soon. So, uh, Beck, what is coming up? You're the only one that knows, technically. Uh, what is coming up? Well, uh, let's see. So, episode seven happens, so there are going to be five more episodes. Um, a lot still left to happen, but yeah, next week we've kind of got it set. There's the uh, four underdogs, the five um, with Carson that uh, just controlled this previous vote, and I guess you're going to see a little bit of, you know, this continued battle and see where it ends up and which cross. I'd say maybe this week a little bit more crosstalk finally starts. Oh. Um, 
But that I'll, I'll preview a little bit of that. There's the auction. Let's, let's see where that goes. And yeah, besides that, I think it's a fun rest of the season. I think that the players continue to look hot and play hard. So uh, what else do you really want from players in a game like this? All right, um, back for people that are watching and just tuning in now, um, for the very few of them turning in at the end of the podcast, but when is the next episode? When does it air and where do we find it? Yes. So we are on YouTube at Survivor Northwestern and the next episode, uh, as well as future episodes, will be airing on Thursday, Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central Time. We're here in uh, around Chicago, so we air Central Time, but that's eight eastern but that'd be like five west coast yeah that was so. good math right there that was a nice <laughs> job uh <laughs> yes um here at live reality games we do air all shows from across the world literally from australia to vancouver and then all the way over to michigan too where aaron and i are originally from so um shout out to um aaron's locale right now aaron who are you hanging out with right now um, I'm here at Chloe Barbera's apartment uh, from season three of Survivor Michigan. She's my best friend, so we're just we're just hanging out. <laughs> All right. Um, and thanks for everyone hanging out tonight. Um, Aaron, anything that you want to pick up that I left out of the recap here? So I don't think so. I think this was a heavy episode, a thick episode, one might say. I think we covered a lot, um, but it was fantastic. I think definitely one of the best episodes of the season so far. Um, and very excited to see where it goes. Next episode is going to be the first one Beck ever edited. So that'll be interesting to kind of, you know, think about as we watch. Mm -hmm. All right. And then we'll see you here uh, next Monday or thereafter. I don't remember the holiday schedule they, they have in place, but we'll see you here Monday. Make sure you tune into Live Reality Games. Follow us for all the updates. And then we'll see you next time. Bye, folks.